Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. Hey, what's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, how's it going out there? Oh, I'm feeling awesome, man. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the sports world are feeling great with the Mets clinching. Uh, of course, folks, uh, we got a lot of topics to talk about. The Mets finally clinching the NL East division. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, the Jets. As they look to 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 be three and zero after their uh, upcoming matchup with the Eagles later today, and of course the Giants finally got themselves uh, on on the winning track. And of course we're gonna preview uh, WWE Night of Champion that just went down last Sunday, and uh, of course an update with Sting. And uh, of course you guys know the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So uh, feel free to share your thoughts about these topics and more. But before we get to the awesome news about the Mets finally clinching uh, the NL East division, the first time since 2006, uh, we unfortunately, you know, got to start the show with a little uh, somber news. And, of course, uh, before the Mets uh, clinch uh, the NL East division uh, on Saturday, um, you know, uh, e- evening, uh, the earlier news uh, – of the week 
regard in regards to the to you know the baseball world is of course the passing of the late great uh, Yogi Berra, who died at the age of ninety uh, years old. So um, you know my thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to uh, Yogi Berra's family. Yeah, indeed, man. Yogi Bear was one of the greatest Yankees ever. Ten-time All-Star, eighteen-time well, eighteen-time All-Star, I should say. Ten World Series championships, uh, called the uh, Don Larson perfect game in the World Series in 1956. Uh, played with guys like DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. Um, yeah, he'll be missed, and one of the uh, greatest uh, catchers in baseball history. No doubt about that. He'll he'll definitely be missed. And uh, the guy, he, uh, one of the few guys to manage both uh, the Mets and Yankees. uh, And uh, he led both teams uh, to the World Series. Of course, he led the the Mets uh, to the World Series in uh, 73, the You Gotta Believe uh, series, where he quoted one of his most famous uh, yogiism, It Ain't Over Till It's Over. And, uh, this guy, he's he's one of the few, the few guys in baseball who's beloved everywhere, and especially highlighted in uh, you know New York, where you know, fe- you know Mets fans and Yankee fans usually, uh, they don't usually have the same guys that they revere, you know, on a personal level. And uh, Yogi Berra was definitely one of them, and he'll definitely be missed by Mets fans, Yankee fans. Baseball fans and sports fans anywhere. Anybody who uh, who basically somewhat seen the guy on TV and see how the guy, he always had like a childlike love for the game of baseball. And it didn't, it didn't matter how old he was, you know, he, he always, he never lost that passion for the game. Uh, he, he always stayed in the game. He was a coach, a uh, first base coach on the 69 team. Uh, you know, of course, you know, he, uh, later managed the Yankees in uh, the 80s. Uh, I believe it was uh, 84, 85, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he got fired, you know, when his son Dale was playing on the team. And uh, that that uh, firing by Steinbrenner, uh, you know, ruined his relationship with Steinbrenner until uh, they uh, uh, until Steinbrenner reached out to him, rightfully so, and mend the fences. And the the day he returned in 1999 was, of course. Uh, uh, Yogi Berra Day, and I'm pretty sure you remember that he, he reunited with uh, his uh, uh, battery mate uh, Don Larson, where he threw uh, the perfect uh, game uh, in the yep. 1956 World Series. And yep. uh, that very same day that he came back on Yogi Berra Day, guess what? I know you remember a perfect game was thrown. Oh yeah, uh, David Cohn. I oh, remember. Yeah. That's so right there, the magic of Yogi Berra. I mean, he uh, it lived on the very same day he returned. You know, ironically, a perfect game was thrown on that very same day. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, obviously David Cohn uh, alleged at, at one point that he was drunk when he threw it, but then he recanted his story after, you know, he received a little heat. So. Oh, that was David Wells. I mean, David Wells, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm – my mind, yeah, yeah I, my fault. <laughs> drawn, yeah, David Wells. I mean, right, David Cohn, of course, the the former Met and and of course yeah. Yankee, David Cohn, right? Yes, I'm sorry, my yeah. I yeah. heard you, but my mind just, I'm sorry. But you're right, David Cohn, 
David Cohen through the I was thinking I heard David Cohen, but I was thinking David Wells. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but um a magical day, you know, David Cohen in his, you know, best start of his career, you know, he uh hurled a perfect game and needless to say, uh that's you know, that's awesome and uh Yeah, you know, our, th- our thoughts and prayer went you, you know, are with Yogi Berra and uh his last appearance uh, at um you know, in a Met uniform was uh, was 2008, uh, the last day of Shea. He 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 donned the Met uniform along with uh, Gary Carter, who also uh, passed us a few years ago. Um, right. So I mean, you know, our thoughts and condolences go you know go out to uh, Yogi Berra. Yeah, and, um, rest in peace. You know, my condolences go out to his family. He'll definitely be missed. No doubt about that. And uh, switching gears to the team he retired, uh, his uh, baseball career, his his illustrious baseball career, you know, highlighted by the ten championship as a Yankee, and of course, uh, you know, the eighteen All Stars appearances. Uh, but but even though he had all the success and the fame, and obviously he is a Yankee, no doubt about that. But we're going to talk about the team he – we're going to shift gears to the team he retired. And, of course, that's the New York Mets, even though he had, like, two or three hits. But uh, Mets made some news today, and uh, they finally clinched the the NL East Division, the first time since 2006. And uh, Matt Harvey, who, who's been facing some criticism uh, lately, you know, on the mound, you know, he um, – he he pitched a, a a very good game. He uh he went I think six and a third I think if my memory served me right. Uh he, he he was you know pretty much dominant. He you know after his last start against the Yankees where he went five innings and dominated and strike out seven, but then the bullpen blew up that game and the Mets obviously didn't win that game or the series. Um, he rebounded himself uh, perfectly today. And uh, he got a little, he got a lot of run support. Lucas Duda hit his first uh, grand slam of his career to make the Mets jump out to a four nothing lead. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, and you know, um, trying to remember what else happened. You know, Mets scored a bunch of other runs, and it was capped off by David Wright hitting a three run home run to make the the you know to make the Mets clinch the NL East uh, division by the final score of ten to two. And now all they could do is look forward to, um, you know, going forward to the to the um, to the playoffs and take that holiday road trip to LA. But right now they're battling with the Dodgers to try to see who's going to win home field advantage in the divisional series. And um, Nationals they won two to one in extra innings, but too little, too late. And the Mets are your new. NL East champions, and I'm, I can't be any more thrilled about that. Yeah, congrats. I mean, it's been long coming. I mean, you haven't made the post since 2006, so it's been nine years, you know. They've had some close calls in 07 and 08, but they've had some historic collapses, and uh, as a result, uh, David Wright is the only guy on the team that was on the 06 team to to witness to being on the postseason, he's literally the only homegrown Met 
that has last seen the Mets in the postseason, who actually played in the postseason with the Mets. But Mets are hoping that the veteran guys they have on the team with Kadir and uh, Cespedes and Cologne, uh, they're they're hoping that those men could uh, lead these young guys, you know, highlighted by the young pitching of DeGrom, Harvey, uh, Syndergaard, uh, Mats, who's, who's so far undefeated as a major leaguer. They're hoping that, uh, you know, those veteran leadership, oh, and also uh, Uribe and uh, Kelly Johnson also as well, they're hoping those guys could lead them. But unfortunately, the sad news about Uribe uh, he injured himself. He re-injured himself on Friday, so he he might be out for the playoffs or come late into the playoffs, depending on how far the Mets go into the postseason. So that's another thing that worth watching. Oh yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. You know what what happens with Harvey. You know if he's able to pitch in the postseason, but who knows what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean Mets right now. They've clinched the division. They pretty much should. Uh, they probably should rest some of their players and get their players ready because there's only what ten games left in the season. Uh, I think so, like nine or nine, I think. Yeah, nine or ten games. So they should rest some of their players to get ready for the postseason. And yeah, like the title of this show says, they can go on a national lampoon vacation right now. <laughs> yep. You know, because the 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 Washington Nationals definitely made a national lampoon of. Major League Baseball, you know, they were supposed to be, everybody thought they were going to be the World Series champions, and they would have just ran over the National League division like they owned it. Yeah, I know they're, the, the National League division does have national in it, so you'd have thought the, the Nationals would have dominated, but yeah. and especially with the acquisition of Serger in the offseason. But, hey, that's why you play the games, man. Uh, it doesn't matter how good you look on paper. It's how you have team chemistry. And uh, the exactly. Nationals, I don't know if you heard uh, – Bryce Harper, he was saying that he – guess who he was rooting for? What, the uh, – well, the, of course, uh, the Nationals. No, uh, well, not, at the Nas- no not, not at the Nationals eliminate. Guess what team he's rooting for to win the World Series? Oh, really? Oh, uh, is it the Mets? <laughs> yes, the Mets, shockingly. <laughs> he, he said that he's rooting for the Mets because they're in our division. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? I'm totally the exact opposite of that. I – Wow. I, the only team in the National League East I want to see win a championship is the Mets. I don't, I, I don't have no love for any of those teams. Especially I hate the Braves, <laughs> I hate the Phillies, I don't like the Marlins, and now these last couple of years I can't stand the Washington Nationals because they keep running their mouth. And yeah, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad that the Mets are the only NL East team that made it to the playoffs. Shoot, if we collapse, if we collapse in the um, from the division. And if we don't win the division, shoot, and we're not going to win the World Series, being a wild card, then man, there's no point of us going to the World Series to the playoffs anyway. To in my opinion, because yeah. only, when I go to the World, when I go to the playoffs, I expect my teams. I want my teams to win. That's that's my goal. I know, but I'm glad you know the Mets are finally in the playoffs. They haven't been there in uh, nine years, and. Hopefully this clinching will be won't be the first, and hopefully Mets oh, will yeah. finally bring the title back to Queens for the uh, third time in franchise history. But we have a long way to go, and uh, hopefully we can clinch this, uh, you know, division. I mean, clinch the you know the 
not the division, but um, you know, the the home field advantage against the Dodgers because that's going to be a tough series with uh, Granke and um, and of course uh, Kershaw. So should yeah. be awesome series coming up. Oh yeah. But uh, shifting gears to the other team in town, um, of course we're talking about the Yankees and uh, the Yankees. Uh, Chase Headley and Alex Rodriguez. They had. Uh, they both had uh, big games. They both had uh, RBIs uh, in the sixth inning to uh, give the Yankees a two-to-one lead over the White Sox. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the Yankees uh, right now in the division in the AL East, they're four games behind the Blue Jays after the Blue Jays won uh, the series before this one, two-to-one. So it looks like the Blue Jays are well on their way to clinching this division. Um you know, I don't see the Yankees winning it right now. I mean, I think it's Blue Jays' uh, ch- chance to win this division and hopefully get the one number one seed because it looks like right now they're battling Kansas City for the number one seed. Um, I, they're tied right now with Kansas City for the best record in the American League. So we'll see who wins that, who gets who gets the top record um, for the top playoff spot in the American League playoffs. But um, the Yankees... Um, right now, they're fighting for the wall cards, uh, and hopefully they can get home home field advantage. Right now, they're contending with, uh, it looks like it's Houston. Houston right now is three and a half games behind Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. So if the playoffs started right now, Yankees would be playing a one-game playoff against the Texans for a shot to move on to Nashville. the the. Yeah, they they be playing the Astros in the one game playoff to move on the wild card spot in the playoffs against it looks like it would probably be Blue Jays or Kansas City, one of those two teams. Mm-hmm. So, um Yankees right now they, they won today two to one. Last night they had a bad loss. Um I think they lost five to two. Um C C gave up two a big home run late. It was either one home run or two big home runs late. Uh, to have us lose the lead, so we lost that game. But we rebounded today and won the game two to one. So um, hopefully we can uh, finish this stretch, win the game tomorrow, and hold on to this wild card lead, and we'll host the uh, Houston Texans, not Texans, Houston the Astros, yeah, I should say, and beat their asses. So we can go on and maybe make a run in the postseason. We'll see. Um, we're there to get um, what's his name? The our best pitcher all year. Um, I'm forgetting his name now. Um, Aval- is it Avaldi? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nathan, Nathan Avaldi. I think. So we're gonna get him back. So that will boost our pitching a little bit, and um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Yankees. You know, I've uh, Yankees have been up and down all year, so. Hopefully when they get to the postseason, they can finally figure it out and be consistent. And maybe we will have a Subway Series this year. Who knows? And hopefully, God willing, and hopefully there will be a good happy ending this time with the you know the Mets actually winning this time. I hope we'll not, see. but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Should be interesting if that doesn't go down. Yeah. But one team we can, New York team, we can, we can definitely agree upon, and I'm going to touch on it quickly, briefly. Uh, you know, the the Knicks had their um, media um, discussion and basically 
you know, Phil Jackson learned from his mistakes from last year, and he's not making any bold predictions like last year where he said that the team would make it to the playoffs. And, of course, we know they had the worst record in franchise history, highlighted by uh, the fourth pick uh, in the draft, which was Porzingis, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Phil Jackson said something that have you know, the NBA stirring, the, the – you know the you know the uh, free agency news stirring, and basically he's saying that Kobe Bryant, uh, you know who's going to be a free agent after this year, you know barring a contract extension, um, he thinks he's not going to um, retire as a as a um, as a Laker and he's going to leave go elsewhere, and once he said that people started you know linking him you know linking uh, Kobe with the Knicks and like we were talking about. Uh, when that rumor came down a few weeks ago about Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant coming to the Knicks, uh, like we said before, uh, we'll believe it when we see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this yeah. guy, you know, he, 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 there's no way he's going to a rebuilding team. There's no way. I'd, 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 I'd believe him going. I think he's going to retire a Laker, but if he doesn't go to the Laker, I'd see him definitely going to the Spurs, something like that. But I think he's gonna retire as a Laker man. I don't I see him going so. to any other team. He he is he's the Derek Jeter of, of of basketball. Yeah. So I, I definitely think he's going to retire as a as a Laker. I think so. But uh, shifting gear, uh, let's uh, talk about the, your football Giants. Uh, they redeemed themselves, uh, and now they they're finally one and two after starting off the season. Two and zero, and uh, yeah, yeah, they and, won the game against the Redskins on Thursday night football. Uh, they played a good game. Eli played a good game. Um, they were they finally held on to the lead late. Um, they probably could have been three and zero if they held mm-hmm. on to the lead in the previous two games that they lost. But uh, they played a solid game. Um, Eli was on point. Offense was good. Defense was great. Defense was putting pressure on the Kirk Cousins and their offensive line, and they had a they caused the Redskins to uh, commit a few turnovers in the game. And so, yeah, I mean, if Giants can keep playing like that, they could probably win this division because when you look at the NFC East, you have the Cowboys who lost Romo and Des Bryant's injuries. You have uh, Washington Redskins who, you know. RG3 is not starting, and they still have a little controversy, you know, surrounding their quarterback position. Um, and you have the Philadelphia Eagles, who, whose offense right now isn't clicking. So it's possible Giants could win this division. You know, they're two. To, there's a they're one and two. I should have said not two to one. Mm-hmm. They're one and two, but uh, there's still a chance that they could win it with all the uh, SRA that's going on in this. Uh, NFC East this year, so we'll see. You know, we'll see what, what happens with the Giants. Hopefully, they can play Thursday. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, the 32 win uh, against the the you know the Redskins on Thursday that definitely saved their season because uh, you know they were 0 2, and I think they were the first team in NFL history to to be 0 2 after blowing a, like at least a 10 point lead late into into the fourth. So. That was a good uh, rebound by um, the, the I mean the Giants and 
Of course, you know, uh, Tom Coughlin's on the hot seat. Uh, Eli Manning, you know, he just signed the, the uh, five-year extension not too long ago. So, you know, the the you know, like you said, they they're, they're still in it. You know, they they needed this win, you know, to uh, you know to to you know to you know reestablish people's faith in the team. You know, because them blowing uh, you know like you know so many close games. If they would have played just a little smart. You know, um, late in, you know, late into the game, they would have been easily three and zero. But yeah, you know, basically, they got to play with the cards dealt. You know, yeah. they they they're all, they're two they're uh, one and two, and basically, they just got to go on a on a on a streak like this team has been historically known to do in the past. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. And uh, shifting gears. Uh, to the other team in town, the 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 Jets, the two and O Jets, they're gonna battle the aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, basically, uh, you know, the Jets are gonna try to keep their streak going. Uh, but the problem is, is that um, you know they have a lot of guys injured. They have Revis uh, injured. They have uh, uh, you know Ivory injured, and uh, Decker as well. That's injured. So, um, who who knows who's going to take the field on, on Sunday? And uh, you know, just hope, hope and pray that uh, Fitzpatrick can uh, keep this streak going and you know keep have this team perform on a high level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're two and zero right now, but they they definitely have a lot of injuries right now to the team, so they might miss a lot of players in their next game. Oh yeah, and another interesting thing is, of course, uh, Chip Kelly hasn't uh, hasn't revealed whether or not a former uh, Jet quarterback, Mark Sanchez, is going to start for the Eagles uh, on Sunday. So that's another interesting uh, matchup. You know, you might uh, you might see on Sunday. Yeah. But. Uh, We'll see. We'll definitely see what happens uh, uh, coming this coming Sunday. And um, shifting gears, uh, lastly to uh, Night of Champions, and of course, you know the big story out of the Night of Champions is, of course, uh, Seth Rollins. He uh, he um, you know he lost the title to, of course, to John Cena, the U.S. title, John Cena. But more importantly, he regained. And retain the the world heavyweight championship against uh, against uh, Sting, who uh, reportedly suffered a, a neck a severe neck injury that some people cl- believe that might be career threatening. Uh, but uh, Sting had a you know had a he had an interview recently on WWE Network, and he basically. Um, you know he he um he um you know he praised uh Seth Rollins he was saying like out of his 30 year career uh Seth Rollins might might have been the best uh wrestler he's ever faced in his life and uh you know he also you know it was a very honest and candid interview he he, he even revealed what uh Seth Rollins said to him uh when he was going to be in the ambulance you know Seth Rollins was saying that Sting, he was a fan of Sting. He dressed up as Sting as a, you know, Halloween, and um, you know he, you know he basically told him that it was an honor to face him. So you know, 
you know, the, it was a very honest interview, and obviously it broke, uh, you know, uh, character for, for Seth Rollins because obviously Seth Rollins is, you know, a cocky, arrogant guy, you know, yeah. his, his character-wise. But it was refreshing to see that, you know, Sting, uh, you know, gave an honest interview and, you know, showed, showed you know, the honest side of Seth Rollins. And he, he also gave a question mark. He, he Even him, he doesn't know if he's going to come back or when he's going to come back, but... You know, we'll see, and I'm hoping that uh, you know, Sting Sting will hopefully be healthy and hopefully start a feud with Undertaker, and you know, you know, hopefully him and Undertaker will battle at WrestleMania 32. Yeah, I mean, this Seth going back to Seth Rollins. Uh, this is the second wrestler that's gotten injured with. Uh, mm-hmm. Competing against them in the ring, so I mean WWE should be looking into that to you know if this happens again they should discipline him I mean, because you know this can't keep happening with him competing against wrestlers and then the wrestlers getting injured you know like mm-hmm. yeah like it's gonna have to be taken and the funny thing is that the reason why they banned the curb stomp was because they were afraid that he might give someone a concussion. But um, you know, obviously, when he battled John Cena, he hit—you know—he accidentally hit a knee to the face and then bust John, gave John Cena a broken nose. And the move uh, that most likely that—the move that gave uh, Sting uh, the injury was, of course, you know that you know his uh, Seth Rollins patented uh, power bomb into the turnbuckle. The move that yeah. he, he used to, he still does before he does the pedigree and. He used to do right. it before the curb stomp, which is the move that they banned because they don't want concussion. And uh, basically, um, Sting was supposed to land on his back, but unfortunately, he hit his head. His you know his head or neck hit the thing, and uh, at one point he felt numb. He he couldn't even hear the fans chanting, you know, Sting. You know, at one point, you know. And you know Sting was a trooper. He you know he uh, finished the match. Yeah. And um, you know, thank God he's not paralyzed or dead because I mean that was a serious injury. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, he can recuperate. He's fifty six years old. You know, hopefully, he can recuperate and hopefully have that last match with Undertaker. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I heard that it might be career threatening. Yeah, that, that 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 yeah, that's the that's the scare right now. Uh, right now, uh, I don't know. It might be career threatening, uh, but right now, he still leaves that that um you know that little window that maybe possibly you know he could recover from it. But yeah. it's definitely gonna be a long battle, uphill climb. Yeah, definitely. And basically, um, you know, WWE they could have used Sting better. I mean, he's you know, owing to in 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 uh in uh you know in what you will call it in pay per views, and he's he's one and zero in Raw because they they gave him a, a a surprise match, you know, a tag team match with Big Show mm-hmm. and uh, Seth Rollins, where he teamed up with John Cena, so that's his only win. And after he pinned, after he got Seth Rollins to tap out, I was afraid that maybe. That's that would have been his victory, and then he would have lost to 
to Seth to you know Seth Rollins, and fortunately that that was the case. Um, other stuff that happened is that Brock Lesnar is going to battle uh, Undertaker again, and I, if I'm not mistaken, the prom the promo said that it'll be their final battle. They're going to battle in Hell in the Cell next month, which should be an awesome classic match. So. Right then and there, WWE is not waiting for WrestleMania. They're going. They're going to give us this the, the the rematch that we want to see inside Hell in the Cell. So that's that's going to be awesome. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that'll be great. I thought it was going to be a Survivor Series, but yeah, it looks like they're going to make it a month earlier. Yeah, that was the that was the earliest I thought it would have been. I thought it would have been between Survivor Series and WrestleMania, but yeah. Brock Lesnar apparently has his Go to Hell tour. He's going to be at the Garden uh, next uh, Saturday, I believe. I think mm-hmm. it's Saturday, uh, which is your birthday, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, no, your birthday is on. You're actually your birthday is on Friday. My, my bad. Yeah, Friday, correct. But uh, yeah, he, he's going to battle in MSG first time I think in ten years in uh, uh, inside the um, you know at, at MSG. Where the Dudley Boys are also going to make their uh, debut, their return, and compete for New Day uh, for the tag team titles. You know what? I I know it's a live, it's a house show, but I think the titles might switch hands. Shockingly. Really? At a house show? I, it rarely happens. I mean, it hasn't uh, a title change rarely happens? But I think if I'm not mistaken, the tag team titles might have switched a few years ago. I think around the time when they they debuted these new uh, horrible looking tag team belts. <laughs> I, think it, I think it did happen. Re- I think it happened like maybe two, three years ago, maybe four years ago. But uh, I think the, I think the title will change hands there. It's to call me crazy, but I it think might it might happen. happen. It might happen. And um, and uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, of course, yeah, like I said, John Cena def- regained the title, the tag team title. New Day is still the, the tag team champions because they, they got Xavier Woods to interfere um, at the um, pay-per-view event. Uh, Charlotte defeated, um, uh, I'm trying to remember her name, Nikki Bella for real this time, you know, uh, just like in Raw, but then, the, you know, technicality since – she pinned uh, since uh, Charlotte pinned uh, Nikki. I mean, you know, Charlotte pinned uh, Brie instead of Nikki because of the the, the twin magic switch. Yep. Uh, you know, Nikki was able to re- to set the record for the diva, the longest diva reign record. And um, on Monday Night Raw, Paige turned heel, and uh, now it looks like she's gonna feud with. Um, you know, with uh, with Nikki and and uh, Charlotte at the the MSG event, and of course uh, Nikki's gonna have her I think rematch against uh, Charlotte at uh, Hell in the Cell. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else happened. Um, uh, Kevin Owens is the new Intercontinental Champion, defeating Ryback. Um. Uh, what else happened? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, you you mentioned the Kevin Owens match, right? Right. Kevin Owens is is the new Intercontinental Champion. His first uh, title, 
uh, in WWE, you know, I, I, after, you know, winning the NXT belt championship. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything so, else. That's, you know, congrats to him. Um, yeah, I think that's the only major thing I could think of from that Night of Champions. Because there wasn't that many matches as, uh, compared to the last event, um, SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam, right. Yeah, because basically all the titles were on the line. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's basically it. Uh, I know I'm missing, I'm probably missing something. Oh, yes, the Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Chris Jericho versus the Wyatt family. Forgot about that. But, oh, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a good match. And, yeah, I was shocked Chris Jericho was the surprise in, in uh, you know, member. I was thinking it might be uh, Eric Rowan, as the rumor was suggesting. I was thinking maybe even The Rock, maybe. But, um,. Yeah, maybe you never know. Maybe the, maybe they might have another mystery um, person again this in this uh, upcoming pay per view event. Helen the Cell. Maybe. They might. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This time, maybe it might be Eric Rowan or The Rock. Yeah. But um, yeah. Apparently, WWE is upset. Uh, apparently, Vince McMahon's upset because their ratings fell. You know, met, was horrible uh, on Monday. So, uh, you know, WWE is going to try to probably do something to shake things up on Monday to try to boost up the ratings. So that's something to keep your eye out for. TNA. <laughs> TNA. I know I'm not talking about the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got the they got the Divas Revolution, so uh, <laughs> they have Natalia coming back. So that might, you know, boost up the, the Diva Revolution. They also had um, I'm trying to remember, pages pages no longer in uh, uh, PCP, whatever they're gonna call that group now. So it looks like Natalia might take her spot on that group and Paige go solo after yeah. she dropped a, a a page bomb on you know her former uh, PCP uh, tag team you know stable right. mates. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to see what what goes on down on Raw. Uh, you have any words you'd like to say? Oh uh, yeah, check out my show IMAX Saturdays at eleven, and come back here check out Sports and Legend every Sundays at six, six or midnight, <laughs> depending <laughs> on depending on something else unforeseen happens. Uh, yeah, should be back at six p.m. If not, then Saturday at midnight. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. Thank you all for listening. I'm Will Lamo. He's Macaulay Matthew. And I'll see you guys next week. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. See you guys next week. Peace.